Shalom, and welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. Today I want to speak to you about America and the first Great Awakening of the 1740s, the second Great Awakening of the 1830s and 40s, and the desperate need we have for a third Great Awakening. The original settlers of America in 1620 were dissenters. They came to America for religious freedom. They were true believers, believers in Yeshua, willing to risk their lives for God, for faith, and for freedom. That was true in the 1600s, but by 1700, prosperity had grown rapidly, and the men and women of the colonies had grown far from faith in Messiah. The historian Peter Marshall puts it this way, The original Christian fervor of the first settlers had long since died away, and that sense of call, that sense of urgency to come here and put the gospel into practice and to create a society with liberty and justice for every soul, that had begun to ebb and slip away. Therefore, with this ebbing and slipping away of the Christian fervor, the monarchy of England began to make inroads, began to restrict the freedoms of the colonists. England had the army, England, England had the resources, England had the unity to begin to press their will and their demands on the colonists who had been free. Beginning in 1740, preachers like Jonathan Edwards and George Whitfield called people to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And the Holy Bible once again became the bedrock for the colonial society. The gospel affected businesses, schools, family life, governments. American life was once again centered on the ideals of the Bible, ideals like accountability to, accountability to God, self-government under God, the ideal that all men were created equal in the eyes of God, and that government was illegal unless rooted in the consent of the governed. All these ideals were sown in this time and bore the fruit of the American Revolution, which threw off a tyrant, the monarchy and King George. King George at the time was a true tyrant, but the greater tyrant was the evil behind the monarchy, greed, selfishness, self-indulgence, ultimately Satan. Dr. Charles Dunn puts it this way, quote, without religious faith, we would not have had the Revolutionary War, the Declaration of Independence, or the Constitution, unquote. These words of the preacher George Whitfield resounded throughout the colonies. You are true royalty in the earth, more royal than those in Buckingham Palace. That 
was the seed which became the message that all men are created equal. This seed fell on the soil of the hearts of those who would become our founding fathers. These men of faith pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor for the cause of freedom, for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The colonists came out of this period of great awakening with a sense of destiny to take the message of the gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and to take liberty and justice to the world. A people were reborn and a nation was born. Unfortunately, we did not treat all men as if they were equal, and so a civil war became inevitable. Before that war, the Spirit of Jehovah visited the United States with a second Great Awakening, which was most fervent in the 1830s and 1840s. This became known as the Second Great Awakening. The Second Great Awakening gave birth to the missionary movement and missionary societies, camp meetings, the prayer movement of 1857 to 1859, and of course, the abolition movement. The idea rose and was fanned into flame that the slaves should be free, that slavery was evil in the sight of God. Preachers like Charles Asbury and Charles Finney traveled from town to town preaching repentance and personal faith to a new generations, new generation. They preached at many outdoor meetings and thousands would fall in the, under the conviction of the Holy Spirit and rise from the ground with faith in Yeshua to be forgiven and to become new and to live for the Bible and the living God. Again, prosperity from the Revolutionary War on had gained way in the affection of Americans and a tyrant called slavery sought to divide and conquer the new nation. In fact, at the Continental, Con at the Continental Convention, George Mason had warned of a day of reckoning with these words. Every master of slaves is born a petty tyrant, and they bring the judgment of heaven upon a country. George Mason called slavery a national sin, and so another awakening came before another war on American soil. These awakenings, the first great awakening and the second great awakening, produced men of faith who were not afraid of death. Therefore, they were winning, willing to lay down their lives for God's truth, to lay down their lives to throw off a tyrant, both spiritual and human. These were men who knew God formed the United States with a destiny. And now the time has come for America to throw off another tyrant, to awake to our destiny and conquer the great evil of abortion. God is not finished 
with the United States of America. In 1620, the living God, Jehovah, started something on these shores, on this soil, in this great land. He's not willing to give it up. God's people, his ecclesia, the church, his saints, we must rise up with the authority we have in Yeshua to bind and cast out the, diva, the, the demon gods, Molech and Baal, who demand our children even before our children are born. Our national mantra is that all people are created equal. That includes the unborn, for these are creatures of the living God. He forms us in our mother's womb. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Again, we are not putting our national identity, liberty and justice for all, into practice. The good news, the hope, is that a third great awakening has already begun in the United States of America, and war will follow. It has become inevitable as the Democratic Party seeks to exert their control over every aspect of our lives. The root of their conviction is their atheistic faith and their love for abortion. Let me say that again. The root of their conviction is their atheistic faith and their love for abortion. This is a national sin, a national disgrace, which, like slavery, has gone on for far too long. This awakening will once again produce men and women of faith who are not afraid of death. Therefore, they are willing to lay down their lives for God's truth, to lay down their lives to throw off a tyrant, both spiritual and human. The devil is fighting for America's destiny. Our destiny is liberty and justice for all. Our destiny is to send forth the gospel of Yeshua and his kingdom to every nation on the earth. Our destiny is to be a prophetic nation which heralds Yeshua's truth. The devil is fighting for America and he shall not prevail. Our Father who began a good work in 1620 will bring it to completion and we will enter completely into our destiny. There will be tough times, but it is, with, but it is worth it. Let me say that again. There will be tough times, but it is worth it. America will be a place where there is liberty and justice for all. Now let me read to you Psalm 97, and then I want to share a few <coughs> ideas with you on what we can do now. Psalm 97. Jehovah reigns. Jehovah reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of isles be glad. Clouds and darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. A fire goes before him and burns up his enemies round about. His lightnings light the world. The earth sees and trembles. 
The mountains melt like wax at the presence of Jehovah, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness, and all the peoples see his glory. Let all be put to shame who served carved images, who boast of idols. Worship him, all you gods. Zion hears and is glad, and the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Jehovah. For you, Jehovah, are most high above all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. You who love Jehovah hate evil. He preserves the souls of his saints. He delivers them out of the hand of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Rejoice in Jehovah, you righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. Now let me read one more time verse 10 there. This is what we are being called to. This is what our Father is drawing us and awakening us to do. You who love Jehovah hate evil. He preserves the souls of his saints. He delivers them out of the hand of the wicked. It's time for us to rise up in America, the children of the living God, his ecclesia, his church. It's time for us to rise up and hate evil and go forward in prayer, in faith, in righteousness and see that he delivers us out of the hand of the wicked. This awakening has begun. Look around you. Expect to see your neighbors, your friends, your family, even people that don't know Yeshua, come alive and suddenly hate evil and begin to cry out for deliverance. I want to share with you three things that I believe we can be and should be doing right now. Number one, pray. Pray like never before. Pray in faith, as Yeshua said in Mark 11, 22 and following. Get together with your friends and pray together. Stand in agreement. Pray for the United States of America. Pray for the destiny I've shared in this podcast. Pray to be delivered from this great evil. Pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And here's a prayer that you can begin with. Find people that you know. Read this scripture. Stand on it. Believe it. Declare it. This is in Lamentations 5, verse 19 through 21. You, O Jehovah, remain forever. Your throne from generation to generation. We're declaring that our God is the living God, the creator, the eternal, the Elion, the Most High, and we're declaring that his throne, his rule, his reign endures forever. Verse 20, why do you forget us forever and forsake us for so long a time? It seems like our God, Elohim, has forsaken us. It seems like he's forgotten us, but he hasn't. In verse 21, here is the prayer. Turn us back to you, O Jehovah, and we will be restored. Renew our days as of old. Think about this. We're asking Father to turn us back to him and be to be restored to our identity and our destiny. And then it says, renew our days as of old. The first great awakening. 
the Second Great Awakening, the Founding Fathers in the 1600s. We are a Christian nation. We are called to follow Yeshua with all of our heart and all of our soul and all of, with all of our mind. He's, we're asking him to renew our days like the days of old. Go look this up. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on Google. You can find it at the library. Read about the First Great Awakening. Read about the Second Great Awakening. And wake up. Arise. Get up. You be the first one. Be the first one in your family. Be the first one in your church. Be the first one in your circle of friends to rise up and to pray. And if you have the gift of tongues, pray in tongues. Pray in tongues more than you ever have before. Start with 10 minutes a day and move on to 15 and, and keep going. Pray in tongues. In 1 Corinthians 14, 2, it says, He who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men. He speaks to Elohim, God, for in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. We need this type of Holy Spirit prayer to be going forth and going up into the throne room of heaven. Number two, love. We're called to love. The first and greatest commandment is to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is to love our neighbor as ourself. We can't hide any longer. We can't sleep any longer. We must rise up in love for God and righteousness and truth and liberty and justice. We must rise up with love for the unborn, love for men and women who get abortions even though they don't want to get abortions, love for those who have been involved in the abortion industry and gotten abortions and need forgiveness and need healing from their guilt and shame. Let us awake to the true purpose of our life, to love God and love men. And then, number three, seek Yeshua. Seek to know him. It says in John 10, 27, Yeshua said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Seek his voice. Seek Yeshua. Seek to know him. He knows you. Seek to hear him and follow him. And he is leading right now. Our Savior, our Messiah, our King, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, he's leading us back, back to our identity as a prophet nation, as a nation that sends out uh, financial aid to the world and missionaries to the world and the gospel to the world. He's leading us back to our fervency for the things of the Spirit, the things of the living God. This is the time for awakening. Shalom.